If you're looking for the podcast that can relate to most of your struggles in romantic relationships, tell you the truth about the hows to get better and the whys, and still keep it 100 with you, the Talk With Yaks podcast has got you covered. Welcome to the Talk With Yaks podcast this evening on Anchor by Spotify, and we are starting right about now. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Talk With Yaks. It's the Y-A-K-S podcast. All right, if you're a first-time listener, glad to have you. If you are a regular listener, glad to have you. Blessed, all right? Blessings, y'all. Remember, blessed, everyone, all right? So today, I will be talking about um, examples of healthy boundaries in a romantic relationship, okay? So um, have you ever heard this statement, um, she crossed the line or he exceeded his boundary yep chances are you might have heard that term statement okay sometimes maybe you even made the statement all right so we'll be talking about such things today all right so um in a healthy relationship let me start by saying this in a healthy relationship um partners respect each other's boundaries once they have been communicated right and um it's something you should do because uh, I think uh, as we go on, I will be highlighting some benefits. So you've got to listen. Yeah. So, um, and if you are not sure or clear on what your partner's boundaries are, you, the only way to know is to ask. So just um, um, ask them and listen. Okay. Uh, don't interrupt when they speak. Just listen. You know. You know questions like is this okay with you babe are you cool with this you know gives you insights and you get to understand and know what to do and what not to do all right great all right so um you would agree with me that if there are things called healthy boundaries then there are also things known as unhealthy boundaries i won't be focusing so much on the unhealthy boundaries um but maybe in some other episode I, I might talk about it. So the question then becomes, how do you know if a boundary is healthy or not? Maybe that's the question you may be asking yourself now. Now, um, it is important for um, for you to recognize that boundaries help to protect and respect you, while um, an unhealthy boundary seeks to control or harm you, all right? Now, apart from... Um, healthy boundaries protecting us from unwanted stress and you know the likes of things like that it also helps excuse me it also helps both partners stay in check most of the time now you would understand that we all have the ability to make choices and sometimes we deliberately um, cross the boundaries and we damn the consequences for certain reasons right so um, maybe as we go on I might talk about a few reasons if time permits us so do you need um, 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 boundaries in your relationship of course of course with this few things I just said in um, the past three minutes who wouldn't we all do all right so um, what are boundaries okay Uh, but um, before we do that yeah um, let me just talk a little bit Um, the word um, boundary uh, um, is a term um, we may have um, encountered many times yeah probably through reading or you just had someone 
um, um, set boundaries, blah, 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 you know, you get me, yeah? Uh, but there are dozens of meanings um, as to what boundaries in a relationship means, yeah? But the whole, the good point, uh, the whole point of regarding everything is that they all point in the same direction, all right? But the words may be different. The choice of words may be different. So just look around you. Um, it is written all over the place, like in different styles or forms. Like for instance, if you are a um, homeowner or you um, live in a house that's fenced, the fence serves as a boundary on your property to differentiate where your land um, um, stops and where the uh, the property of the other person begins. You get me? And so those are just physical boundaries. However, um, in relationship, it's a bit different. Very, very different. Okay, we also have boundaries even in our workplaces, right? Uh, we have a defined space that's for us and our co-workers have theirs. So if you um, move without their permission into their space, that's you encroaching okay so i just said that so we could have a clear um, understanding all right but um the reason we have boundaries to follow in our daily lives is there um is the same reason why we have them in romantic relationships or any other form of relationships yeah um they serve as a warning to protect um, the relationship from actions that may ruin or jeopardize the relationship yeah and um if if a person or both parties yeah don't set boundaries in their relationship i guarantee you it's only a matter of time before things get out of place i mean we've seen this countless times sometimes even we may have done that ourselves right and some of us are speaking from the ugly experience yeah so you don't have to go through that route for you to know that it's not going to pay so set these boundaries all right and i'll give you um a few examples as we proceed so um so simply put yeah in romantic relationship um the boundary line helps define where you and your partner start and where you stop or, or you could say that um, it creates some um, um, natural limits um, which are, which work to uh, your benefit when each partner understands them and agrees to abide by them it's um, agreement is really really important in this in this case in every case when it comes to relationship it is okay so um um, additionally, and it will interest you to note that um, boundaries also distinguish um, a person's responsibility in the relationship from their partner. Yeah. The truth about the whole thing that I'm just trying to say is boundaries in a relationship are really helpful. They are vital and I can't stress this enough. Really, I really can't stress that enough. However, um, they uh, also help us define what we are comfortable with and how we would like to be treated by others now this is the most common one that most of us would um, be familiar with yeah um and here's the thing 
they apply to any kind of relationship you have, not just um, between spouses, you see it between family members, um, between friends, even co-workers, yeah? So boundaries in relationships, whatever sort of relationship is important, right? So please, you should know the examples of healthy boundaries and I will be giving you that shortly, okay? Um, you know, most of the times um, we talk about uh, boundaries um, in relation to other people. Um, in some ways, boundaries are really about your relationship with yourself too. You know, um, they help you um, um, honor your goals, your needs, your feelings, and you know, even values. Yeah. So, um, how? How, how, how then can you and your partner know each other's boundaries? And I think I've said this before. By talking about them, that's the only way, yeah? That's the only way because I said earlier on, assumption wouldn't do you any good, yeah? So countless times we've heard that communication is really vital. And the only way to know is to ask and listen, all right? So communicate as much as you can on the topic and hopefully you would know all right so that's um, one of the ways that i think is very effective to know all right and um let me say this at this point yeah um if you don't want to talk about your boundaries um, with your partner let's say because you're afraid they will react um, with anger or violence um that may be a warning sign that your relationship might be an unhealthy or even worse an abusive one all right so um you should really think about it because an abusive relationship is something you should run away from trust me you don't want to do that yeah so um what are the examples of a healthy boundary um uh, examples of healthy boundaries in a relationship um point number one that i wrote down here um it says um you need to respect your spouse hmm. you need to respect your spouse now um, we all know that um, one, like, a relationship is built on so many things, and you cannot, um, um, you cannot mention or talk about a relationship that has um, um, uh, has um, stood out, you know, like from others, distinguished itself from others. And not talk about respect i mean this is one of the pillars of any successful relationship and contrary to what others may think it is never old-fashioned or out of style <laughs> really on the contrary though um, respect has a really significant role in whatever context you view it from because it has saved many relationships from crashing yeah, trust me. But I, I, I believe that there are days when our emotions may play tricks on us. I get it. And of course, um, there are days when um, life's challenges can, you know, take a toll on us and sometimes strip us of every rational thinking that's in our being. And we just want to just do things um, and disrespect our spouses. Really, trust me. It's never going to end well. It's never going to end well. But... I believe that whatever it is um, in such times that we may no longer want to respect our spouse as a person, um, 
in any case, I, I just I just want you to know that you should um, practice what I call the pause. You know, ask yourself: Is this even necessary? Uh, this this action that I want to take now, just take thirty seconds to think about it before you say what's coming to your mind, because that's the problem. You don't have to say everything that comes to your mind. Sometimes your mind will just tell him. You're foolish. You're talking too much right now. But listen to me. It is not worth it. It is not worth it. Try to respect your spouse as a person. All right. Now, no matter what, you should. And the thing is, treat others how you would like to be treated. I hope that makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. So, point number two here. Um. Know any form of abuse, whether physically or verbally. Yeah. So, um, um, healthy relationship boundaries must—they must constitute zero tolerance for any form of physical abuse. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up as a child, I, I used to think that the victims were women alone, but these days, we, even men. Are victims of physical abuse yeah so um you, you you must and and for me personally yeah um physical abuse is a no-no i understand that um this i mean this is a boundary you must never cross because this is how i like to say it i saw it somewhere anger is one letter short of the word danger so you know what that means, yeah? Because most of the times, um, we attribute uh, many forms of physical abuse to rage. Why did you slap her? She said something and I was enraged and I didn't know when I did it. You, you get me, yeah? So you mustn't um, address um, that issue um, via physical abuse. Yeah, but but I do understand that some um, some events can actually drive one crazy. But listen, you must always remember that anger has never ever solved any issue without leaving untold complications, or even at worst, someone hurt or perhaps even killed. Now, you this something I've said countless times. You must learn to control your emotions, especially negative ones. You must learn it. No one's going to help you do it. The best that we could do is just give you tips on how to, but you must, you must practicalize what you are learning. You must. If it means you leaving that space where the person is, couldn't find, do it so you don't do something stupid, right? So you must remember that you are in control of your own feelings. You are in control of how you react. You may not necessarily be in control of whatever the person says, but you should um, control how you react to the situation. So one of the best things to do is to leave so you don't do something stupid. All right, so leave. Don't do something stupid. So finally, on this one, yeah, um, each spouse. This goes to both um, spouses now. Must have um, 
um, enough um, self-esteem to draw the line regarding violence. So, what that, in other words, um, there must be boundaries between the spouses so that um, none of them steps forward to the context of practicing physical abuse in order to have a say in the relationship or marriage. You want to pass a point. There's so many ways to pass a point. You don't need to um, slap me, beat me, choke me, you know, or even um, verbally abuse me. Now, um, this is a subtle kind of abuse that most people don't talk about because we tend to think or we've accepted it into our society as the new normal. Yeah, it's, it's nothing new. Now, but what, 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 um, um, verbal abuse means is, um, is a means of maintaining power and control over another in a relationship. But the truth is, should it be so? And like I said, this, um, it comes in subtle forms, I tell you. And it's even harder to recognize. Now, take for instance, um, name calling. And I'll talk about this next. Name calling on a regular basis or constantly feeling belittled or being subjected to the silent treatment even by your partner. These are all subtle forms of, you know, verbal abuse. Uh, or or arguments that always resort to yelling and the use of aggressive phrases, you know, in a conversation. These are all signs, yo. And the bigger problem here is that you and your partner are not um, communicating in a healthy manner, really. Now, I briefly mentioned something about name calling, yeah. Um, especially when it comes to pet names, yeah. You should call your partner a name they're comfortable with, not n- not um, uh, a name that reminds them of an ugly experience, maybe from childhood or even in adulthood, you know. Just a name they're comfortable with, yeah. You that's why I say some of these um, abuses come in subtle ways you just have to be careful you know alright so point um, number three ah setting sexual limitations really even in the bedroom there should be limits as to what goes and what does not go you get me yeah and um, really in other words um, I feel you should have the do's, y'all should have the do's and the don'ts, if I may put it that way. Now, because um, the bedroom should be a place, a safe space for both partners to feel free and comfortable um, expressing their love for each other within safe grounds in marriage. Yeah, and I, and I know that one of the goals is to enjoy giving and receiving pleasure, but um, when either receiving or giving pleasure becomes discomforting because of what one person does or says that issue needs to be addressed really it should be addressed because pers- uh, not personally though we all do know that if you are um, if you're married you know that there are certain times your spouse may just say something in the bedroom let me just turn you off it's a mood killer and um, 
over time if this if that issue is not um, addressed properly it's gonna cause a rift between you guys not just only in the bedroom but also outside the bedroom it's gonna cause an issue and um i know you don't want that in your in your relationship in your marriage so asap do something about it and um i believe personally that having that conversation you know shouldn't be an option it's something that needs to be addressed you know asap like i said um there's no need shying away from the topic um he's your husband she's your wife you know talk about it and hopefully yeah we'll get to the bottom of the issue so all i'm saying here is whatever advances one partner makes to the other that they feel uncomfortable with should be made known without feeling guilty you know some people are skilled at making you feel guilty when you voice out oh good lord have mercy really and the point here is it is your body like it is your body and you should um be comfortable and confident enough to say what is acceptable and what is not acceptable because the truth here is we we might have watched something that's not so you know good let's just put it the way it is porn those guys are paid that's fiction it's not real that's acting and most of the things you see them do they are paid to do those things so you want to come into your marriage and implement those things and your spouse is not cool with it how does that make sense <laughs> you just want to fulfill your, your your sexual fantasies that are unreal i should use that word because it's not real okay number four here is financial preference you know um the financial talk is a very vital one in any field of life and romantic relationships are no exception you know you know and um as individuals we are all different so are our habits including the way we spend money um um some partners believe um in saving some believe in investing some believe in squandering really <laughs> you may not believe that but there are people who just you know <laughs> anyway <laughs> um but here's the deal Um, the, the, I mean, before you get deeper into relationship, these are uh, some of the things you should sit down to talk about. I I agree, changes may occur as you um uh, as you grow older, move further in life. Sometimes the changes may be positive, sometimes they may be negative. This that's a whole discussion on its own. But I'm just trying to say, some people change for the better, and sometimes they get worse. Okay, so um. Both partners must come to terms with what should be permitted and what should not in the context of money, right? So, um, in other words, work out what will work for you and agree to keep doing it as a team, as a couple. Remember? Yep, we are the couples. Okay. Um, and uh, one of the uh, most asked questions about this topic is: um, Should we? Um, have a joint account or have separate accounts well honestly like i've said 
thousand times i can't answer this question for you because i do not know your money habits you know your money habits you know your partner's money habits so like just as i said earlier stick to what works for you um devising means that that works well and that's now you may not want to hear it but some other persons may not be happy with it but so long as it benefits the relationship in the long run hopefully they will come to understand that what you were doing is not depriving them of stuff you were just trying to plan and see that you all are not in any form of financial problem okay so find um a, a solution um come to a resolution a common ground hopefully a win-win situation will be best for everyone okay because i do know that in this era one of the most um um one of the things that results um to people um going separate ways is this money issue all right so please win-win situation because y'all don't want to be talking about divorce okay and less i forget kids are going to come so you have to be financially responsible really okay <laughs> so ooh resistance to deviations what does that mean resistance to deviations 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 focus is really important okay let's see how this is all going to make sense um um i forgot to mention something um forgot to mention something well anyway um let me let me use this time to talk about something uh, it just came to my mind um there are some kind of um friendship that will interfere with your relationship with your spouse mhm and um um yeah no i didn't forget about it i mean this is <laughs> this is the this is the topic this is the subtopic yeah so i thought i forgot about it and if if you do not create a balance um your spouse is going to feel cheated um i'm very careful on, on this one right i'm very very careful um why am i saying that okay let me start by saying this um boundaries in relationships are not only for you two now um it will interest you to know that they serve as um um as a wall uh, between you and the outside world now because some friendships can interfere with the dynamics of your relationship negatively okay now it is important to spend time with your spouse let's say 60 i'm from from scale of from 1 to 100 right 60 for your spouse this is just an example however if you um are giving your friends for it it's not a bad thing because your main priority is your marriage is your spouse okay but if you are giving your friends 60 and your spouse 40 there's a problem because your spouse may feel cheated and may not handle the issue um um logically and they choose to do something irrational now you see you have created a problem in your relationship even without knowing that you um have created a problem so all i'm saying here is 
create balance i'm not saying don't hang out with your friends your dudes your your girls Mm -mm, that's not what i'm saying but there should be a boundary there should be a time that is for your spouse and there should be a time that is for your friends all right balance in any case is very important do not spend too much time with your friends and neglect your spouse okay now this is the other thing i want to say there are um friends that have had affair affairs um with other friends mind you this um these um couples are married okay let's say um let me use my name yaks um is married to marie and um jessica is um married to james all right now we are friends we are all friends and sometimes affairs to happen do you know why because boundaries were crossed and other times um a single lady and a married man or a single man and a married lady all friends and still having affairs why because the boundary was crossed so i gave those examples because boundaries will um will help prevent you from having extramarital affairs of any kind and it's very important so uh, your friend should know where the boundary is and shouldn't exceed it uh, at this point i want to give a real life story um it, it happened on the night of their wedding yeah so half on say you know may have friends you know you know this kind of stuff yeah you know and um and i mean for christ's sake this people are engaged you should respect that yeah but she kept on coming closer and closer to this dude and this dude i don't know if he refused or he wanted to because i said remember i said we all have choices and we deliberately sometimes choose choose to break um the boundary we choose to cross the boundary so for whatever reasons you know she usually sits on his laps oh she calls him sweet names my love oh my husband and she is not engaged to this guy it is her friend who's engaged to this guy and guess what the night of the wedding they slept together the bride found out and it was devastating now, i'm just going to stop there now if that dude had um put boundaries in place he wouldn't have gotten to that level Okay, you can't sit on my lap. You know, I'm I'm your girlfriend's fiance, okay? Now, you know the issue of these names, my love. Ah, uh, there should be for me personally, personally, yeah. Ah. Uh, na na na, it's cool you could call me Yax or dude, or what's up? My love. I know I know some people do this innocently, but such is life, you know. So If you are saying such things do not do not happen you have not witnessed them and I pray you never witness them so all I want you to do here is um uh 
remember to set boundaries where necessary and let your friends or your co-workers know and they may call you all sort of names you know to mock you but you might not know who wants to get down with you if you allow them so do not be loose stay focused still be friendly but know where to draw the line so um i won't be taking the last point the last point here is um, taking responsibility but um we are out of time so i'm gonna let you guys go i hope this was so helpful final words um you deserve to be safe and respected and um boundaries play a vital part in creating healthy relationships that let you and your spouse be better versions of yourselves okay so um thank you for listening i hope this was helpful um if it was you could um share with a friend thank you for listening so i hope um you know why we should set boundaries in relationships now i love you guys and do have a wonderful time bye thank you for keeping it a day with me on top with yaks this week hope to be here next week same time same place